Well, hello, everybody. This is the iBug Buzz for Monday, January 17th, 2022. It's also MLK Day as we are doing this. Welcome to episode 517. My name is Stephen. I'm going to be your facilitator along with Sandhya. Each week we get together and talk about all things iOS, and that would be the iPhone, the iPad, iPod Touch, Apple TV, and Apple Watch, as well as other apps and accessories related to those devices. I just want to go over a few basic guidelines before we get started with your questions. Uh, the first thing I want to let you know about is this call is being recorded for podcast purposes, as well as uh, playback on Sight Into Sound Radio. With that in mind, we ask that you stay muted unless you're speaking, just to ensure the quality of the call. Now, we don't use the raise hand feature on Zoom like many other calls do. So when you want to ask a question or make a comment, you simply unmute yourself, say your name, and then wait to be acknowledged by one of the facilitators, which will be either me or Sandhya. Now, keep in mind, only facilitators can recognize someone speaking. So I just want to make sure I let you know that. Please wait to be recognized before jumping in. And we ask that you not speak out or make uh, exclamations while others are talking. When you want to announce yourself, just wait till there's a break in the conversation, and then you can uh, come in. Once you've asked or answered a question, we'd appreciate it if uh, you'd give others a chance to participate, and that's just so that everyone gets uh, an opportunity to ask questions. Make sure to eliminate any background noise. If we have to tell you twice that you have too much interference, then we may have to remove you from the call, and we really don't want to do that because we want everybody participating. So uh, just be sure that you keep your background noise to a minimum or better yet, uh, just uh, totally eliminate it. All right, let me uh, quickly run down the ways that you can mute and unmute yourself on the various devices that you may be using. In the Zoom app on an iPhone, the mute button toggle is at the bottom left corner of the screen. Now, if you're on an iPad, it's at the top center of the screen. And it, of course, is also a toggle button that mutes and unmutes. On a Windows PC, you can toggle mute and unmute with the Alt-A command. On a Mac, it's Command-Shift-A. Also on the Mac and PC, the spacebar may be used as a push-to-talk function. And if you're calling in on a regular phone line, you can toggle by using the uh, keys star six, and that will do the same thing. All right, now with that out of the way, I'm going to briefly turn things over to Sandhya because she has some important announcements about what's going on with iBug in the next week or so. Sandhya, what do you have? All right, thank you, Stephen. Okay, so yes, this week uh, we have something every day, all right? So <laughs> it's gonna be a busy week. So uh, after today, tomorrow's Tuesday, we have the Mac Buzz on Clubhouse from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Time. All times are central. Then Wednesday, Android Insight. That will be on this same Zoom conference line. Come with all your questions about the A-Lady and Google. You know, we all have, you know, other tablets and other kind of things. So that's the place to ask those questions. Then we have Thursday, we have Trekkie Talk. I, we are finishing up the last episode of season three of Discovery. And then thereafter, we're going to be moving to the next generation, season four. So that's going to be very exciting. 
Then Friday is iBug Night at the Virtual Movies. Come back at, or stick around for the halftime for the big reveal. And then Saturday, we have our iBug Apple Workshop from 2 to 4 p.m. And we will be doing our virtual show and tell, talking about all kinds of cool gadgets, uh, you know, that we all know and love, keyboards and headphones and speakers and all kinds of good stuff, braille displays. So come for that on Saturday. And let's see, quickly, our social media is, our website is ibugtoday.org, I-B-U-G-T-O-D-A-Y.org. That's the best place to get all the information. Definitely register, doesn't cost anything, and then you will get all the notifications of our upcoming events. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter is at iBug Today. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash group slash iBug Today. You can pose questions, answer questions. It's a pretty active group. So definitely follow us there and be a part of the conversation. And if you do want to send us an email, you can always reach us at iBugToday at gmail.com. And we have a mentoring program for anybody who would like to learn how to use their iPhone, beginning users. We have a free program, like all of our other services, completely free. And it's a 12 session program. So you can fill out the application on our website, the mentee application, and we'll match you up with one of our awesome advanced users. And if you wanna be a mentor and help somebody else learn about their iPhone, you too can fill out the application to be a mentor. All that good stuff is on our website. Definitely check it out. Lots of good stuff. So I will hand it back to you, Stephen. All right. Boy, that was a lot of stuff. A lot of fun told stuff. You, told you. Thank you, Sandia. That's <laughs> okay. awesome. All right. Well, before we get to your questions, we would like to know who's on the call. And the best way to do that, I think, is to give everyone a chance to introduce themselves. You just tell us who you are where you're calling from. Remember, you will need to unmute yourself in order to do that. And I'll go ahead and get us started off. I am Stephen from Austin. Mark in Montreal. Houston. All right, Mark, welcome. And welcome to you, Herbie. Who else? Jim in uh, Central PA. Hey, Jim, welcome. Welcome. This is Dan in San Diego. Dan in San Diego. Hey, Dan, good to have you. This is Ned in Texas. Hey, how you doing, Ned? Good to have you. Thank you. Roy in Fort Worth. Hey, it's everybody's favorite guy, Dana from Ohio. All right. Roy and Dana, welcome to you both. Good to have you. This is Terry from Arlington Heights, Illinois. Welcome, Terry. Hi, this is Carol in San Antonio. Hey, Carol, welcome. Xavier, Atlanta. Hey, Xavier. Anybody Hello, else? This, Hello, this is Nate from Maryland. Hey, good to have you, Nate. Welcome to you. Thank you so much. <clears throat> Arlene, North Carolina. All right, Arlene, welcome. And I think someone else was in there as well. Who was that? This is Sabrina Mar from, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Margaret uh, from Chicago. All right, welcome to you and welcome to you too, Sabrina. Hi, it's Judy in Connecticut. Hey, Judy, welcome. Thanks. Greg from Texas. Hi, Greg. Good to have you. Anyone else that hasn't had a chance to introduce Jody themselves? Jody in Swansea, New Hampshire. There you are, Jody. Welcome. 
This is Helene uh, from Arizona. Helene, welcome. This is Sandia from Houston. Sandia, welcome. Okay, anybody else? Last call. All right, well, um, anyone that comes in after that, we can uh, have you give a chance during the halftime show. I don't hear any new callers, Sandia. Um, uh, is Nathan new? Nathan? Nate, are you new to this particular call? Yeah, I've had the invitations for a while, but finally got my act together. All <laughs> right. Well, we're very glad to have you. If we could just uh, ask a couple of questions. We're curious about how you found out about iBug and what iOS devices you're using. I well, founded Google search mm -hmm. and I, use, I have an iPhone 13 mini that's new and mm -hmm. use voiceover. And I just recently learned that, that you could just do voice commands and not even bother swiping. Okay. So some of it sounded pretty interesting. Well, we could take pictures, but yeah. Right. Well, we're very glad to have you and uh, feel free to ask if you have a question about iOS or uh, the device, your iPhone or voiceover. One question is driving me crazy. Hang on one second, please. I'll okay. show you. Yeah, we'll. Whenever you're ready, we can uh, go ahead and take that. Um, let, let's make sure there are no uh, no other new callers before we get started. Anybody else that's new? Okay. All right. Well, Nate, are you ready to ask your question? We can go ahead and take you first. Okay. Go ahead. Well, when I've called Apple multiple times about this, and they don't know what it is, they had me wipe the phone. But for example, if I say open WhatsApp. Tab WhatsApp. Oh, now it's behaving. Uh, of course so. <laughs> it's like the white coat syndrome. But why don't you explain to us, uh, Nate, if you would, yep. why don't you explain to us what it was doing? Yep. Sometimes it says whatever app I'm trying to open, sometimes it says it once, sometimes it says it three times, sometimes it says it, it says the app six times. And then it asked me, which one do you want? Like WhatsApp, WhatsApp, or WhatsApp, or WhatsApp, or WhatsApp, or WhatsApp. It's driving me nuts. Okay, and, so it's repeating it, in other words. Huh. And Apple at first, you know, one guy had me essentially wipe the phone. And I had to go re-enter my data. It was fine for a day. Then it started doing it again. Another person said that Siri is all messed up. And it's not a voiceover issue, but it's a Siri issue. Okay. Another, another person, another Apple tech suggested that it was uh, it's because it's a relatively new phone that's trying to learn my voice. All right. What version of uh, iOS are you using uh, real quick? It's and then probably, we'll get to Jim. I believe it's 13 uh, one, is it? Uh, the latest is. Yeah, the latest is 15.2.1. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you do have the latest. All right, let's let's uh, let's see if we can help you out with that. Jim, go ahead. Yeah, I would just recommend that you go into Siri and do this through, you know, just your regular voiceover touch, you know, go into settings in Siri. And what you want to do is, uh, you know how they tell you you have to train Siri to recognize your voice yeah i would do that 
because that seems to fix some of the Siri problems. And I know, I think it was in the last iteration of iOS 14, they uh, set Siri up to work differently. So just try, um, you know, getting Siri reacquainted with your voice as it were, okay? And go through that training process and see if that doesn't help you. Yeah, okay? because that might be it because I used my, my wife helped me set up the phone and she's the one who spoke. So, and her voice doesn't sound like mine. So that, that could <laughs> yeah. be it. That might be your problem. I'm sorry, I, I, missed, I missed what you said there. My phone was talking mm -hmm. to me. Oh, no, I just said my wife set the phone up for me. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So here's the issue. If you just go in and retrain Siri, yep. okay, so she recognizes your voice and she's not expecting your wife's voice. That may be the issue right there. I'll give that a shot. Yep. All right. Good. Very good. Well, thank this you, Jim. Jody? Any, Jody, go ahead. Yeah, you had mentioned that you were curious about using voice command. Do you have, if you have voice command turned on at the same time that you have voiceover turned on, that might be a conflict. Uh, I, I would probably only use voice command if I was using earphones so that the phone can't hear the voiceover voice at the same time it's listening for voice command. Okay, that's, mm -hmm. that's a good point. Okay. I think I'll just whip to uh, stick with swiping then. Okay, All thank right. you. You yeah. bet. Yes, and well, welcome. Yes, welcome, Nate. Great question, and I hope we have helped you out with that. Thanks so much. All right, let's move on to a new question or new topic. Who'd like to go next? This is Greg. Hey, Greg, go right ahead. Uh, I when I ask Siri to like, I'll I'll tell her you know call so and so mobile. Uh, I'll get a response. Uh, which one do you want me to call? And I'll get several, and it's, I, I just told her specifically which number I wanted to have her call. And I'm, I'm getting these, these choices back. And I don't, I don't know if that's a bug that with uh, uh, 1521 or it just seems strange. Hmm. It almost sounds similar to what Nate was having issues with, except when you say it's giving you choices, like it's repeating the same thing or it's giving you choices of other people that, no, it'll it'll give me uh, it'll say, do you want me to call so and so mobile, or do you want me to call somebody else? And it's like I just said, call you know so and so mobile. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. It, yeah. This is Roy. Go ahead, Roy. When I have Siri do that, you know, I'll say the first one or the second one, and she seems to respond to that better than you know, giving it a bunch of verbose stuff. So try that next time. Just say the second one and see if that doesn't work for you. Okay. Very good. All right. Any other suggestions on that? Okay. Well, Greg, give that a shot and hope that helps you out. Thanks for your question. All right. Well, we're moving pretty brisk pace to start off. So let's see who has a new question. Stephen, Mark in Montreal. Hey, Mark, go right ahead. Uh, first of all, just a brief comment. Uh, be mindful when you're asking Siri to say, if, if you have somebody listed in your contacts, try to remember how they're listed in your contacts. Uh, it would be helpful if you give as much information as possible, like call Sandia's 
iPhone. Or same thing if you're leaving an iMessage. Leave a message for Sandia iPhone. Or leave an audio iMessage for Sandia's iPhone. Um, because you may have a local number or a work number or something else. So try to be as concise as possible, but be as specific as possible when you're, if you have a multiple, uh, a number, uh, contact with multiple numbers or whatever. Um, my question is also about Siri. Okay, go ahead. Um, when I use my Apple regular wired El Cheapo earphones and I press the button for Siri, it doesn't acknowledge, it makes the boing, but I can say, Siri, what's the weather in Dallas or whatever? And it just doesn't acknowledge it. However, if I press the side button and hold it in on my phone, it works fine. I've tried speaking directly into the phone or directly into the microphone of the headphones. Now, uh, the headphones work fine if I'm on a phone call or if I'm using WhatsApp or Clubhouse or anything like that, works fine. So, and I called the Apple accessibility folks and they haven't a clue why this would be. Hmm. So what you're saying is it, um, when you talk, it, it doesn't make that sound. Oh no, it makes, hit... the, it makes the noise. Oh, it makes it the noise. It gives you the acknowledgement that Siri is open, but if I say anything while holding down the button, it just doesn't acknowledge it. Like hmm. there's a short in the microphone or something, hmm. but I know there's not because I've used it on Clubhouse and I've used it on WhatsApp and on regular phone calls and transport, whatever. Okay. Fine. It's just a Siri issue. So right. I've just been using the side button on the phone and said to heck with it. Okay, well, let's see if we can find out. Jody, go ahead. Yeah, uh, using the wired headphones, I have the same problem. Doesn't I don't have that problem with Bluetooth. I just don't have the problem with the wired headphones. I wondered if it was the jack. Hmm. So has this been I, happening I just since 15.2.1? Yes. Yeah. Always, right away. As soon okay. as it's available, I'm there. Okay. All right. Anyone else having that same issue? Okay. Well, yeah, it definitely sounds like a bug that um, if it happened in this particular update, hopefully they will fix it soon. I mean, it's always something, isn't it? All right. Well, thanks for pointing that out, Mark. It's not a big deal. All you got to do is press the side button on your phone. But, you know, when you get used and I can. You know, if I'm playing music, it's the same thing. I can't say next or previous or whatever with yeah. the headphones. I have to double click it or do the side button on the phone. Same hmm. thing. Yeah, not very convenient. Nope. All right. Well, annoying. Hope, hopefully they will fix that soon. All right. Next question or next topic. Who would like to be next? This is Sabrina and huh? I have two questions. Okay. Well, let's take your first one here. So the first one is, how do you get a notification to swipe up or go away before it starts reading or when it starts reading out your notification and you don't want to listen to it? Okay. Does anyone want to help with that? And then once we've answered that, Sabrina, we'll get to your next question. All right. Okay. okay. So any comments about notifications? I should get rid of those. Jody again. 
Let's see if we can get someone else, Jody. And if not, I'll uh, come back to that's you. Okay. I, that's why I hesitated. That's why yeah. I hesitated to answer. Okay. Anybody else? Okay. Well, Jody, go ahead. When you get the notification, just swipe up on it and it will say dismiss. And then you, you double tap, you know, one finger double tap and it will, it will go away. I've so. tried that and it did not work. Uh, is it on the home? Is it on the lock screen? If it's uh, on the lock screen, you want to swipe until it says clear. No, it's uh, when the phone is open. Okay, yeah. Well, usually, usually it, it will, depending on how you have your notifications set up, if it's a banner at the top, you, you, you're supposed to just swipe up and swipe up or swipe down until it says dismiss, and then it should go away. I don't know why it's not. Okay, I'll look at it better uh, later and see. Uh, thank you. This is Dana. Uh, Dana, go ahead. Yeah, um, uh, Jody was right. She, uh, I did. I, I swiped down to get to dismiss or clear, mm -hmm. and it seems to work for me. Okay. Thank you, Dan. I couldn't remember if it was up or down. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. So try that, Sabrina, and see if that helps. Okay. What was your second question? Is there a way to add like? who can be trained through Siri to use the voice commands? Because I do share my phone, but it doesn't seem to allow uh, the person that I share my phone with to do anything with Siri, especially turn off voiceover because he is non-visual impaired. Okay. So you're wanting to share the voice of training Siri with yeah. someone else. Okay. Does anybody have any suggestions about that? Mark in Montreal. Go ahead, Mark. I get annoyed by this because my wife has an iPad and an iPhone 11, same as me. And it's just one of those things with Apple, a security thing where it will only recognize one voice. Like as in, if you train it for your voice, it will only recognize your voice. Now I haven't tried it, on Sandy's phone, for example, and you press the button on the side. But I believe if you do it that way, without saying, hey, Siri, or anything like that, it, it should recognize your voice if you physically hold down the side button and say, turn voiceover on, turn voiceover off, or whatever you want it to do. But you have to do it with the button. And it would, I think it will recognize you that way, but I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Okay, uh, thank you. Thank you, Sabrina. Great questions, both of them. All right, moving right along, what do we have next? Who has a new topic or new question? Remember, Ed, this is Dan. Oh, go ahead, Dan. Okay, I have a question. Um, actually, I discovered this, discovered this this morning. That's not very good English. Anyway, on uh, the iBug uh, Facebook page, a very prominent guy with a lot of knowledge was responding to somebody, and this comment came up, one mention found, and I've noticed this one mention found thing keeps has popped up uh, in other places in, in Facebook. I know what a mention is in Twitter, but I don't know what this is referring to in Facebook and how do you actually access to find out who, what the mention 
is referring to. So that's my question. Okay. All right. What is the mention on Facebook that they are talking about? Who would like to take that question? Steven, if you don't get anybody else, I'll comment on it after you make the rounds. Okay. It's Mark of Montreal. All right. Yeah, let's see. And, and remember, anyone on the call is allowed to answer questions, not just facilitators or veteran callers. So if you know the answer, don't be shy. Go ahead and speak up. We'll, we'll, take, your, we'll take your answer. All right. Well, Mark, it's yours. Go ahead. I, I ran into this this morning. Somebody had mentioned my name in a post. And so I, I saw that in my notifications on Facebook, which I believe is the uh, fifth tab from the left. Your news feed is first, et cetera, et cetera. And I believe the, the notifications is your fifth tab. And it said you had so many notifications. So I went in and it said Isabel had mentioned me in a post. So I clicked on it. And I saw her post responding to a previous query that I had made a comment about. And she was just continuing in the thread. So that's all that's notifying you that somebody has made a particular comment in reference to something you've done prior. Okay. Hmm. All right. Dan so I guess, I guess the, the thing is to just go into notification because in this in this situation i i had nothing to do with it i was just reading but i guess you have to go into notifications and and, and find out what it's referring to is that correct steven is it okay for me to comment yeah go ahead mark thanks bud um yeah all you do is you go into your notifications and read through them and it'll give you what your latest notifications are. And after you've checked them out, gone back to your newsfeed or whatever, it's, they're gone. But if it says somebody meant, has mentioned you in a comment or whatever, just double tap on that. You'll see the history of what you said. And then you, as you move swipe right, you'll see their mention. And uh, it'll tell you that. Let me, let me actually interject something real quick. Dana, I think... Um, what it sounds like what you may be talking about is when you're reading an actual post and you get to the end and it says one mention found, is that, is that what you're saying? Yes. That's okay. Right. That's right. I, I think what that may be referring to and, and Mark, you can tell me if maybe I'm on the right track here. If, if they've tagged like say more than one person or they've mentioned someone and they've tagged them in, the, in that post, I think that's what that one mention found is referring to. I'm wondering if that's a possibility. Even if it's Mark in Montreal, ahead, Mark. if it's a tag, it'll actually say uh, Sandy has tagged you or something. It'll definitely mention, other than the mention, it'll, the tag is different. Right, but I'm saying if they've tagged other people, not you specifically. Yeah. But then it says yeah. one mention found, meaning they've mentioned yeah. someone in that post. That's correct. Yeah. I think that's what Dan is referring to. So, yeah. okay. Okay. That's what I thought. Dan, does that make sense? Uh, yes, it 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 does. Um, I think um, uh, this person was responding to uh, to someone else, and uh, it said one mention found in that response. So I guess maybe that's referring to the person that that actually uh, 
that actually posed the made the comment or you know that right. who the person i think that's what it amounts to i guess right and you know we also see this in text messages too when you know we like if i was texting sandhya i might say hey sandhya you know how's it going tonight and it will say you know one mention one mention found when it's reading the text back to me because i mentioned sandhya's name so i'm thinking that maybe also similar on facebook any other comments to that particular question all right well dan i hope that's helpful thank you for your question okay all right who'd um, like to go next this is, this is helene okay helene go ahead um i don't know if um, i'm allowed to ask it's, it's a facebook question and i'm not very good on facebook but um i i there's a lot of times in notific notification it says uh, so-and-so has updated their story. And then when I click on, when I double tap on it, it opens it up and I think it's, 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 there might be, a, it doesn't, when I swipe, nothing happens. And then I end up just closing it. So I'm never able to see the story that they updated. Okay, so you're trying to click on a story. All right. Yeah, it says so-and-so has updated, uh, has, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Done stuff. So I, I just don't know how to get to it. Okay. Anybody would like to take a shot at that? About opening, trying to open a post on a story. I'll respond if you need me to, Stephen Martin okay. Montreal. Well, let's see if we can. Does anybody else have any knowledge of that that wants to weigh in? This is Dan. Go ahead, Dan. My understanding with story is that story is referring to a, an image that 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 someone has 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 posted so when you when you open up story you're you're trying to access the the image that that someone has posted and so you have to uh get it use explorer to to find out more about the image that's my understanding i haven't done much with story myself okay any, uh, Mark, did, did you have anything, was that similar or do you have something else to add? That is correct, but, but basically what it is, is the history of a segment of photos over the last 24 hours or whatever that that person has chosen to post. It's a photographic story. Now, I don't know if you can use your, your iOS enhancements to flick up and try to see if if you if you could see that the images are separate because I've never gone in because I know their photos and I don't care, but uh, if you can flick up and actually look at these photos or particular fragments of the story, photographically mm -hmm. speaking, and find out by AI description what they are. I've never tried it, but it might be an option. Okay, I'm done speaking. All right, thank you, Mark. Yeah, the, the stories are Jody? more visual, and that's it. We usually had all kinds of problems clicking on that. Jody, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say Facebook has limited the amount of information they put in photographs now They, for privacy reasons. They used to have the names of the people in the photos, and they used to have a lot more information. And now they've limited it to maybe they might describe a scene or something like that. So that might be part Facebook's problem or Facebook's fault. You can't see what you used to be able to see before. Mm -hmm. hmm. well, yeah, that is true, Jody. Good point. Um, 
Thank but it's, it sounds like you. you were having trouble. Helene, were you actually having trouble like when you would click? It, it wouldn't actually click when you double tapped on it? No, I, I this is Helene. I, I actually got it to go to the page, but I think now that hearing the comments is that these were photographs. Mm -hmm. And usually in Facebook, a lot of times photographs are said, you know, birds sitting on a window ledge or something. But now uh, when you do go into their story, it never says anything. Mm -hmm. Okay. I just want to make sure of that. Yeah. Stories are kind of a tricky thing for sure. Any other comments to that question? Okay. Well, thank you, Helene. We appreciate it. I hope that helps you, you out. Thank you. All right. Who would like to go next? Our next question, next topic. Arlene. Go ahead, Arlene. Hi. Uh, I, I play question of the day with Lady A. And before she used to just ask the question and then ask me if I wanted a bonus question. And now she'll ask the question. Then she gives me three challenge questions. Then she wants permission to do music trivia. And I've got all these trivia games coming at me. And she tells me I'm a member of the trivia club and I don't remember joining anything. Is that something that everybody is in? You know, are you using the Lady A app? Cause we don't usually discuss Lady A questions unless it's related to oh, the iOS. I have so the is that, app. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're, you're doing it directly on your device. Yeah, that, that may need to be a, a question for a different time because, yeah, we usually oh. just stick to iOS questions on, okay, on this sorry. particular call. That's okay. Okay. No problem. It's a good question, though. <laughs> <laughs> Do some investigating on that. All right. Uh, who has a new topic or new question? Something bugging you in the new this 15, is two or one. Go ahead, Sonia. I was just going to encourage Arlene to come on Wednesday. That's the perfect time. The Android Insight call. We could definitely help you there. That's right. That's right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Sonia. I, I was trying to remember, okay, which call is it? I know we do one, but hey, what is the Android Insight? So you're right. All right. Next topic. Next question. Who would like to go next? Uh, this is Nate. I have a second question, but let's go through the whole yeah. thing. Well, no okay. If, if yep. no one else comes around, Nate, we will uh, come back to you and you can ask another question. No problem. Anyone else have a question? All right, Nate, take it away. Go ahead. If I'm trying to use Siri to enter an email like john.smith at gmail.com, it puts spaces in between the words. And then I have to go into the rotor to edit out the spaces. Is there any way to avoid when you're trying to enter into an email address to not have Siri put the spaces in between the names? Ooh, that's a good question. I've, I've often encountered that problem as well. Uh, anybody have a suggestion about that? This is Linda. Go ahead, Linda. Um, when I do that, I'll just say, um, you know, S-I-R-I, -I, uh, email John. And it goes right to the email app and has their address in there. Okay. Um, this Nate, is, is that something? Oh, well, Herbie, go yeah, ahead, the, and then I'll get to you, Nate. Um, one trick I learned with dictation, and I would assume this would work for Siri as well, 
is um, spell out instead of um, say the word. So if you're wanting to email john.smith at blah, 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 dot com, say, you know, J-O-H-N period S-M-I-T-H at B-L-A-H, B-L-A-H dot C-O-M. And that way it knows to do it all phonetically. You don't tell it any spaces and... That might be an easy workaround if it's somebody that's not in your contacts or whatever. So if that so if that eliminates the spaces, that will work perfectly. Then thank you. It should. It should. Have you tried the other suggestion that uh, Linda mentioned, Nate? I, I well, that would require that I put this contact into my address book. Okay, so it's not a con. It's not a it's person not in your seven, contacts. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Right. Yeah, that suggestion then that. Herbie was talking about, yeah, I've tried that as well. And that seems to work uh, pretty well. If you just spell out, have to spell out everything, it's kind of a nuisance, but at least it, you don't have to go in and physically edit it. So um, any other suggestions about that? Okay. Yeah. That sounds pretty straightforward. All yep. right. Well, thank you, Nate. Thanks so much. You bet. Great questions. All right. Moving right along. We're just Jody. blowing right through them. Go ahead, Jody. So if you spell out the, the, the email address and then you say at, does it put the at sign in or does it say at? That's a good question. Mr. Dana, go ahead, sir. Yeah, it puts the, uh, if you're addressing an email, it'll put the at sign in there. It seems to be intuitive enough to, to do that then. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Good question, Jody. All right. New question. Helene. Go ahead, Helene. Um, see, the 15.01.02, um, I didn't uh, download it, uh, update it. To, it uh, when I questioned what it is about, the suggestions, I said, I don't use those. Do I still need to do it? Okay. So you're wanting to know if you should update to it's 15.2.1? Uh, yeah, the, something the like that. Whatever the, the, yeah, the, the newest one that just came out. It, it doesn't mm -hmm. seem to be anything that I do. Okay. Alisa? Go ahead, Alisa. I think you should because I just updated to 15.2, I think it is, 0.2.1. It's really good. Okay. This is I mean, it runs very it runs very slow, but it's okay. Okay, Herbie, go ahead. Yeah, you should always keep your phone updated. Um, whether it's if you're on iOS 14, Apple is still keeping that secure. So make sure you're on the latest version of whatever 14 series they're offering. Or if you're on iOS 15, keep it up to date because those updates sometimes fix security things and vulnerabilities that you would have with older versions. So even if you don't think it's relevant to you, it's all always best to keep your phone up to date. Okay. Well, um, yeah, this is Helene. Go ahead. The, the, also, in my email, it said your McAvee, is it called McAvee, is, is expired? Is that a scam? This is Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. So, first of all, did you ever sign up for McAvee? No. Okay. So, first of all, um, I think there is a version for your phone, but... That's something you would have gotten if you'd have gotten like a free computer, but that that wouldn't. That's just a, just a, don't even worry about. 
yeah. that that would be a scam and that's nothing to do with their phone anyway though i think there is a version for the iphone but um you only need to worry about it if you're really concerned about malware and stuff like that but that's something you don't need to worry about okay all right yes. jose jose go ahead hi everybody um hi. yeah i get that same email about mcafee it's it's definitely it's definitely spam it's definitely someone trying to take your information all right yeah Thank you. good point and uh Yep. Always be wary. If you know you don't have something, probably don't want to click on that. Um, this is go Herbie. ahead, Herbie. You know, I just wanted to mention very disturbing scam I got the other day, and I want to. I'm mentioning it because I want you all to know some ways you can identify a scam message. Okay. Um, so I got a text message saying that a credit card of mine, which I did have, um, was you know ha had been. Um, suspended or something like that and i needed to review the data well i knew for a fact it was a spam first of all they didn't actually identify me by name they just it was very general second of all a bank is not going to send you a link in a text message and say click here they're going to notify you by actually calling you or telling you to call them and so those are some markers you can immediately know to identify, you know, if you've got a spam message or not. And so that's why I thought I'd mention that to people. Yeah, that's mm. great, Herbie. Great points. Um, I actually got a text message the other day that said my phone. I'm trying to remember how it said it. Oh, I've I have visited several sites that have viruses and you need to click on this link to remove them or something like so. Yeah, these people are getting smarter <laughs> every day. Jose, go ahead. Just to go back to the whole spammers, scammers trying to get into your email. Um, mm -hmm. They almost got me. Um, they're getting, you're right, they're getting more and more clever. I'm getting emails, I don't know if anyone else has, where they'll send you a subject um, but, saying, your Zoom password has been changed. And it's mm -hmm. really tempting, click on this link, but what you should do is, I actually went to my Zoom account, and if I could still log in, uh, because I have it set up to log in automatically, and so I was able to log in just fine. So I was able to confirm on my own. That's just a spam email, and I get it. Your Skype password has been changed. I've been getting a lot of these lately, where they just give you like a false uh, subject line saying one of your passwords has been changed. So okay. please be careful with those as well. Absolutely, Alisa. Uh, Alisa, go ahead. So I got an email from, I believe it was CVS or Walmart, and it said, congratulations, but it had like all these little, little things involved. I was like, what? This is strange. I was like, I never signed up for this. Congratulations, CVS or Walmart. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Because like, it had my name on it. It said Tovar Elisa, and it had the email address. I'm like, what? This is creepy. Yeah. Moral of the story, watch these spammers and scammers because, yeah, they, they are getting more cunning every day. Um, it just it, it boils down to just like anything else, just paying attention and not just reading two or three words that tip you and then click on something. So that's great advice. I, we kind of fell into that discussion, but it's a good discussion. All right. Anything Elisa, else about scam and spam before we move on? Elisa, I have a question. Okay, go ahead, Elisa. But I can wait if in case anybody has in case anybody has one. This is Greg. Go ahead, Greg. Yeah, I was just gonna say if if in doubt, 
don't don't click on those links. Uh, go directly to the website for your bank or your you know whatever. Uh, be sure and go to their website just using a uh, you know whatever search engine you use. It's just much safer. Yep. Bottom line: listen to your instincts. Okay, Elisa, go ahead with your question. Elisa. So I've been noticing that on Facebook, whenever you post a picture, it usually says six people, including, but it doesn't tell you including these people anymore. Have anybody else noticed that or has it just been me? Okay. Anyone want to respond to that one? That they're not mentioning the people that are included. Now, did, did you say in a photo, Elisa, or just in a post? Elisa? Go ahead. In photos. I, I used to see that in photos with <clears throat> iOS. I'm like, why is it not showing up anymore? Okay. Anyone want to take that? Go ahead, Jody. Yeah, like I mentioned it before, is Facebook has increased their privacy settings. And so it used to tell you the person's name in the photographs. Which, which I, you know, that was very nice, but now they won't do it because of, of privacy reasons. So, so Facebook has increased their privacy settings so you don't see as much in the picture right. or description as much in the picture as you did before. That is correct. So yeah, you're, you're not going to see those names, uh, Elisa, because they changed their settings. Does that make sense? Elisa? Go ahead. Yes, that makes sense. I was just shocked. I was like, what is going on? Where's the picture? Where's the name? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, that was just recently done. They had talked about doing that. And yeah, I, I think within the last few weeks that has taken place. So that's what we're that's what we're left with. All right. We have a new question, a new topic. Mark in Montreal. Go ahead, Mark. There's a uh certain app out there that we're all familiar with and it's not a clubhouse question uh, but uh, in order to be on a lot of rooms in clubhouse you they like you to be on twitter or instagram now i know i can turn my twitter or instagram notifications off and i don't care who's joined or posted pictures or whatever but sometimes there is the odd instance where you might get a message on Instagram, let's say, because that's the only means of communicating with that clubhouse person, unless you use the back channel. Um, but is there a way to tweak your notifications so that you only get, well, a personal message, say, on Instagram, or do you have, are you stuck with the whole darn thing? because it's getting nerve-wracking lately and very annoying. I have a tendency to either, well, I got rid of my Twitter because I don't use it. Mm -hmm. And Instagram, like I say, I figure I should keep one for legitimization reasons in case there's a room on Clubhouse where they insist on you being on Instagram so they can uh, assure that you are who you say you are. Uh, or is Or do I have to just either delete Instagram or turn the notifications off completely. Okay. I'm done speaking. All right. Thank you, Mark. Any ideas about how to solve that problem? Uh, this is Dan. Go ahead, Dan. 
Uh, I'm just kind of speculating, but um, it seems to me that maybe you could maybe you could use a, a focus, you know, that uh, do not disturb business and and set it up so that uh, you will not. I think apparently you don't want to get notifications when you're in Clubhouse regarding Instagram. I think that's what you're saying. So it seems to me seems to me that you could set that up possibly through uh, through that focus with do not with do not disturb right steven it's mark in montreal no it's not specifically for when you're in clubhouse it's just when you get notifications so it's uh, so and so is posted the government of quebec has posted uh, jody has posted on mm -hmm. instagram whoever you know mm -hmm. and usually it's just a picture or some darn thing uh, all i'm interested in is if somebody sends me a personal message on instagram of being notified for that and the, the other stuff I don't care about. Uh, in other words, you want to customize your notifications. And yeah. 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 Okay. Anybody, anybody else that might be able to help him do that? About the only time I go on Instagram is when I'm looking for news items for one of my clients, but I myself don't post on it at all. So I'm not sure about the customization. Of course, it's very similar to Facebook, but not sure about the customization of those notifications, Mark. Anyone else? Well, we'll see if we can do some investigating into that. Mark, and look into that some more. Sorry, we couldn't be a better help to you on that. It's Mark in Montreal and I will as well because uh, I don't really want to have to turn it off because there are people on on Clubhouse and that's the only way they can send me a personal message because we're not on Facebook together or anything else. So mm -hmm. it does work when you need it, but a lot of times it's more annoying, annoying than the need. Yeah, and you know, along with that, I notice Facebook, when they send notifications, they'll, they'll say so-and-so has shared such and such as post or so-and-so has added to their story. And I'm kind of like, I don't, I don't really need to see that. I'd rather see, you know, uh, or, uh, you know, it, it's those kind of posts. I, I really don't want to see. I kind of wish we could do that too on Facebook, but all right, well, let's move along to a new question, a new topic. Anybody Jose, would like to have the next one, Jose, go ahead. Thank you. Um, quick, quick question. Um, is there a gesture where when you're on iMessage and you're sending an audio message, is there a gesture so you can keep recording without having your finger left on the screen? Um, I know it's WhatsApp. You swipe up and it locks the recording feature. Is there some? Is there a similar gesture this is Herbie. on audio message? Go ahead, Herbie. So there's two things you can do so you don't have to hold down the button. Um, first, now you can do the swipe up gesture once you hold down the record button and it'll lock it. Second, if you hold the phone up to your ear and wait for it to make that dinging sound, and as long as you keep holding the phone up to your ear, you can also record that way. And what's nice about that method is once you hold it, move it away, then it stops and the person on the other end doesn't have to hear you scrambling around for the send button and all that so hmm. but those are the two two ways you can do it without having to actually hold down the button wow that's neat i i had not heard of that particular way to do it that's very convenient okay. thank you 
You bet. Thank you, Jose. Thank you, Herbie. Great suggestion. All right. This is Greg. Go ahead, Greg. So I have a question for Herbie. Uh, Can you, you can, so if I'm, if I'm on a message or if I'm, I'm creating a message, I can double tap and hold the record audio button. uh, And uh, if I lift my finger, that stops the recording. And I'm trying to understand, can I resume the recording? Uh, so far, I've seems like I haven't been able to resume you, the recording. This is Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. No, you cannot resume the recording. You can hit playback. Now, um, one trick, though, if another thing that you could do, it's a little bit more cumbersome, but it does work. If you use an app like Voice Memos where you can pause, use that to record your voice memo, uh, your voice message, or just press record. Then share, hit the share button on that recording, and you know send it as a message. The other person will see it as an audio attachment and can play it back that way. So it's a little bit more cumbersome than a voice doing it directly. But if you need something where you want to be able to resume playback, that's how you would get around that. If you want to resume recording, that is. I'm sorry. All right. Very good. All right. Anything else on that question before we move to the next one? We have about seven minutes till the midway point or the halftime show, as we call it. So we've got time for a couple, maybe maybe three more questions. The way we're we're moving uh, pretty blazing speed tonight. Hey, Joe. Good to have you. Go ahead. Thank you, sir. Um, I don't know if it's going to really fit, but it's caused, a lot, it's caused me a lot of frustration. Uh, I've been having trouble with Outlook on my cell phone, and it wants me to um, sign in, and it's hard to be able to make the sign in button work. Well, I've now got it to working. Um, I put in my password, and then it said uh, I had called me and went into dual mobile, but I couldn't find a keyboard to answer the dual mobile, the dual thing. Hmm. There wasn't a keyboard on the screen. Okay, so this is the Outlook app you're talking about? Yes, Outlook. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm doing it on the iPhone. Okay. And then, uh, so I was able to get in. I put in my password. don't remember what she hit then. I sort of like... Uh, done or something like that after the password was in and then it asked uh, do i want to call or do something on that and say call and they called me like on dual dual mobile Mm -hmm. where you go in and you push any button and that tells them yes that's me but i couldn't find the keyboard so it hides the keyboard somehow okay yeah i couldn't couldn't make it come up interesting okay anybody have a suggestion about that without look app Does anyone use the Outlook app? Oh. Well, Joe. Um... This is Sonia. <laughs> Go ahead, Sonia. So I use Dual Mobile for my work phone. Uh, and I, I'm trying to think. I mean, I think it would be just like, you know, you'd have to hide the, you want to, wait, what do you want to do? You want to go to the keypad. 
So you'd have to, you'd maybe double, you know, where it says um, call in progress in the top left corner. You can double tap on that to make sure you're on the keypad. And then maybe you could type something there. I would think you would, you know, when they call in, I would think the keypad would be up automatically, but you're saying it's not. So I'm not sure about that, but this is Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. So just to clarify, so when you get the call to verify from Duo Mobile that you want to log in, yes. you're not getting a, your keypad isn't showing up on your phone. This is Joe. Yes. Precisely. Go ahead. So what do you see on your phone screen? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what do you see? I see nothing. <laughs> um, okay. Well, when you swipe around with voiceover, yeah, what swipe appears? Around on that. Oh, goodness. I'm not sure what all it was having, but it wasn't the keyboard. There wasn't any numbers, but there was a number to call, I think. Um, so you're not talking about the actual phone call. You're talking about before the phone call. No, I think the phone call has happened. Um, and then they called me and then I double tap on any number and that verifies that it's me and they're all fine. Uh, but I just wasn't getting that keyboard, so I didn't know where to where to tap. But you just said you they're doing it. Oh, I'm lost. Okay, I'm sorry. Excuse me. On other times, whenever, ever so often, the university will send us a message that they want us to go in and verify that this is us. It's not whenever I'm necessarily an Outlook, just in general, and this is also. I don't know if I mentioned it, it's also through the computer. Well, then after it may gives a call and then you answer the call, whoops, excuse me, you answer the call and then you have, I don't know, I accidentally touched the phone. All right. Then uh, yeah. it comes up with the, um, num the numbers. My cell That's phone, I accidentally be. touched something and it's just talking away. I'm guessing you didn't look at the screen well enough because you should have it. It always comes up with a keypad on the screen. And I know. And um, well, cause I'm, could, could you wait just a minute? Is yeah, there a go way ahead. to turn off the cell phone talking to me? Um, just, three finger double tap. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to hear two things at once. Yep. Okay. okay. I'm thinking what happened is you actually didn't really look at your phone screen. What it sounds like to me, and I'm doing a little bit of guesswork here and some assuming, sure. you the you got the phone call, you touched something on your phone, you panicked and got out of focus oh. and didn't really actually bother to explore or anything like that. That's kind of... I went, I went through on some of it and none of it sounded accurate. It, and it, I couldn't find that that um, right keypad, and I couldn't find a button that would say "bring up keypad" or "hide something." See, Normally, I'm going to touch the apps with like. So, what phone model do you have? SE twenty twenty. So, and you touched something on the screen. You didn't touch the actual home button, correct? No, I did not touch the home button. Okay, because. It's going to no. say one possibility you could have gotten into your app switcher, but you don't, you have the home button. So that's right. 
Not it. I wonder if you touch the hide keypad button. Um, but what it should do is whenever you get a phone call of any type, the keypad should be right there. And, you know, with Duo Mobile, you just press any key and it says thank you and goodbye and voila, yes. you're logged in. Precisely. So I'm, I'm, I was familiar with. That I think part. what happened is you touched like the. I think you must. You, my guess is maybe you touched like the very top of the screen. Uh, when you okay. got a phone call and that got you into a weird window. Um, one thing you could always try is go to your app switcher, and there's a like a phone slash. It'll say phone call with blah blah blah. If you double tap on that, that should take you back to your phone screen. So that's one thing I've been trying. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, you you were asking when I entered the call. What I did to answer the call was just a double tap with two fingers. Right? Right. You answer the call with a double tap with two fingers. Exactly. Okay. And then it will, normally it'll bring up the keypad right then and there. So you only, if you're doing with T, Duo Mobile, you just have to you know type yes. in any number yes. and you're good to go. That was what I was expecting. Yes. So what happens is I think you touch some part of the screen that didn't actually have the key phone icon. Okay. And I think you got lost. My guess is maybe in the status bar. And unfortunately, since you don't remember what it was actually saying, yeah. I'm doing guesswork here, but nobody so far is jumping up and saying, Oh, Herbie, you are wrong. So <laughs> my, um, uh, this right. is Joe. My, right, go my ahead wife, real quick, Joe. My wife was watching and she couldn't see the keypad either. Whenever I tried it twice and I had the same thing happen. Right. But I'll well, give I'd, another try. Yeah, I try the app switcher and go to where it says phone call with double tap that and see if that exposes the keypad. Okay. Otherwise, okay. it might, might be a good idea to really pay attention to what it's actually saying on the screen and then we could actually maybe see where you're ending up <laughs> next. Yes. So, yeah. All Thank right. you very much, Herbie. Thank you, Joe. And thank you, Herbie. Great question. And we are now at the midway point. So, Sandhya, I am passing the baton. Don't drop it. Don't drop it. Oh, she dropped it. Oh, she dropped it. <laughs> are you there, Sandhya? <laughs> I told you she dropped it. That's why she can't talk. <laughs> yep. She's still looking for it since she dropped it. Ah, Sandhya, I think you're muted. That's a rarity. Sandhya, muted. <laughs> I didn't say that, did I? Wow, this is a first. I have sent you the prompt to unmute. See if that helps. Yeah, she is still muted. Hmm. Okay. Maybe she got a phone call, maybe. No, she's on her Mac. So, I mean, uh, she could have answered it FaceTime, I suppose. But... Uh-huh, okay. Do we, do we just want to add Michael that do the his TV stuff? right now is playing an Apple Watch commercial. It's showing an automated 911 call and how if somebody has a hard fall, it plays a recorded message on the, where they're at. So, Yeah. Michael, are you there? Should we go to plan? Should we go to plan C? Plan you want to do the, the quick yeah. bite? <laughs> let's just do the uh, the quick demo. <laughs> this is sure, let's apartment. do that. <laughs> yeah. Michael, are you there? You out there? Either one of you? Hey, Michael. There's here. Michael. I don't know. What did you do with Sandia? That's my question. 
She has uh, disappeared. I'm, she's here, but she's not here. I'm not sure. Oh, he shut her up so he could really take control <laughs> during the movie description. All right. The movie well, segment. then I guess what we will do is proceed with Mr. McCulloch and our iBug night at the virtual movies. Well, before we do that, why don't we uh, see if anybody... Uh, all right, guys, we're back. Joined there us. she is. Oh, there hello, she is. Hello, hello. I have no... Okay, all right. Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> okay, never know what's going to happen, right? Okay, so uh, we would like to take this opportunity to let anybody who didn't get to say hello the first time around so they can uh, say where you're from. Hi, this is Jose. I came in late. I'm from Houston, Texas. All right, Jose, welcome. All right, who's next? Sharon from San Francisco. All right, Sharon and Nikki, welcome. Hi, thank you. Linda from Marty. Charleston. Linda, Marty, <laughs> Kathy, right. oh my goodness. Chanel, welcome. Chanel, welcome. Chanel. All right, keep going. Who else? Kenny from Missouri. Kenny, welcome, sir. Shree from Virginia. Shree, welcome. Who else? Anybody else? Michael in Texas. All right, Mr. McCulloch is here. All right, welcome. Who else? Anybody else? Anybody? This is Jake from Michigan. Hey, Jake, welcome. Oh, hello. All this right. is Joe. Joe, welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. All right, glad to have you. All right, anybody else? Okay. All right, so we are now going to do our, uh, <laughs> the big reveal, it's halftime, and we're going to find out what our movie is, the iBug Night at the Virtual Movies this Friday night. So with those wonderful clues is our wonderful iBug guy. Are you ready, Mr. McCulloch? I am ready. All, oh, right. all right. So our Friday night at the virtual movies is obviously this Friday night. Wow. Right here on this very same Zoom platform, conference platform. And it, you can join us starting at 7.30 p.m. Central for our pre-movie social. The movie will start around 8. And then immediately following the movie, we'll have a discussion and it's some trivia and other miscellaneous stuff. All right, so now it is time for Marco's All right, all right. <laughs> Just like all the rest of the program, uh, we want to take a guess at the movie title. Say your name, wait to be recognized by me, and then we will let you guess. All right, clue number one. Our film this week is set in a small town in the South in the 1960s. Mark in Montreal. Mark in Montreal. To Kill a Mockingbird. To Kill a Mockingbird. That is an excellent guess. But I think it, I think it started earlier than the 60s though. All right, anyone else? Linda. 
The help. The help. Oh, that is so close. But that is not <laughs> it either. It's All right, we're going to move either. on. Oh, it wasn't close. Never mind. Sorry. Good <laughs> guess, Linda. Clue so this number is, this two. Okay, keep going. All right. Clue number two. Clue number two. A man from the north comes to the small town to build a new factory. Blame it on the guy from the Chris. north. Chris. Oh, Norma Ray. What was that? Uh, what was it called? Was it Norma Ray? Norma Ray. <laughs> yes, yes, no. <laughs> Sorry. Good try. Good try. This is Jim. All right, Jim. I can't do this. You didn't play your music at the beginning. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was. That's good. Switching. This, this is Sabrina. Um, is it new uh, in town? Sabrina, go ahead. Is it new I'm sorry, in town? I missed that. Is it new in town? It is not new in town. But that's a good guess. This is Shree. Shree. Is it old in town? It is old oh. in town. No, no, no. Yeah, um all right, we're going to move on to clue number three. We see two police officers butt heads as they try to solve a case or solve the crime together. Sorry. In the, this is Jim. All right, Jim. I'm going to try. In the heat of the night. In the heat of the night. That is a good, good guess. Jim? And it is correct. Yes, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> in the heat of the night. I should Story get another Rod good because Steiger this is the third clue. And Sydney Poitier, yes. <laughs> in the heat of the <laughs> night. So we will have a excellent film this week. Winner of five Academy Awards. And one of the... Top 75 films of all time, I think. Something like that. All right. Did we get Brad out of the waiting room? <clears throat> all right. Well, in that case, I'll, I'll dispense with reading the other two clues. All right, Johnny, what do we have for our winner tonight? Well, because our poor winner has... Uh... Uh, is a fallen angel and we've stripped him of his wings we will now give him something even better a full-blown locomotive in ibug colors so you too can go wherever you want because nobody will get in your way in your oh, new it's, locomotive it, it's one of those uh, flying locomotives from back to the future three no uh, not quite but anyway it's whatever you want it to be so enjoy your locomotive jim and thank you for playing this with us today all right, now we're back to our, thank you, Mr. McCullough, for those lovely clues and sparing us where's the his, extra one. Where's his music? Where's his music? Uh, you'll uh, get over it. I'm leaving, I'm leaving, I'm leaving. Good. Good. Oh my goodness. Okay, don't encourage him. All right. Why not? Okay, now, moving on. So you are, now, everybody, we're going to have to, Mr. McCullough, stop. 
<laughs> Sounds uh, like he's breakdancing now. I know. There's, there's a scary thought. Scary image, right? You know, <laughs> some things I'm glad I can't see. All right. So, Stephen, we are now going to, you will have to mute because uh, I can't do it right now. Okay. So, uh, so, he, so here's the plan for the rest of the call. We're going to be going to do the iBug Bite segment, a five minute segment. And then after that, we will have the res, you know, rest of our go back to our question and answer format. So take it over, Stephen. All right. Let me mute everyone here. Okay, let's see here. And Stephen, just so you know, you muted yourself in the process. Now, can you hear me? We can. All right. Very good. I It, it said I was mute, unmuted. So <laughs> that's what. All right. Here we go. So here is our iBug bite for the night. And, you know, just when we think that darn COVID-19 is finally going to disappear, it keeps coming back. It's like the bad penny that just keeps turning up. Now, some time ago, the... Um, iOS came out with this feature called exposure notifications. And basically what that does is it is, if it's, if it is activated in your area and in some, it's, it's amazing in some of the areas it hasn't been, it will notify you if you are near uh, or have been exposed to COVID-19 uh, or people that have had COVID-19. So what I thought I'd do is just give a quick demo of how it works. And where you will find it is you go into your settings. You're going to have to swipe a little bit to the right once you get there. Uh, let's see. When you come to emergency SOS, emergency SOS, and you swipe to the right, exposure notifications, exposure notifications is right after that. And if you swipe again, battery. you come to battery, it, you've gone too far. So it is right before battery, exposure notifications, and it is right after emergency SOS. So when you Go to uh, settings, you start swiping to the right. Just be mindful, uh, that's where it is. So I am going to double tap on exposure notifications. And we're gonna see what we got here. Selected, turn on exposure notifications button. Okay, so the first thing you have to do is turn it on. Uh, so I'm gonna double tap on uh, turn it on and let's see what happens here. COVID-19 exposure notifications, heading. Your iPhone can tell you if you may have been exposed to COVID-19. Your public health authority's guidelines determine if an exposure is significant enough to notify you and provide next steps. All right, so that's a brief description as I mentioned what it does. So I'm gonna to swipe to the right again here. How exposure notifications work, button. Okay, it just tells you how it works. We're not gonna double tap into that since this is a short demo. Exposure notifications keep a log of possible exposures on your iPhone while protecting your privacy. The region you select is only used to download the configuration for that region. Learn more button. Continue button. All right. So we've got the continue button. Cancel button. Or cancel. Cancel. All right, well, continue. Button. I want to continue. So I'm going to double tap on that. Select your country or region. Heading. Okay. So we need to select the country or region we are in. Um, 
Afghanistan. Button. Now here's the here's the tricky thing. We don't have a picker item here. It is just going to be a long list of buttons of every country. So what I'm going to do here to rows 10 to 27 to save us some time is I'm going to swipe down here a bit. Djibouti, button. Until I get to United States here. Israel, button. Rose 100, Rose 100, Rose Panama, button. Okay, we're almost there. South Sudan, Button, Rose 200, Thailand, Button, Tokelau, Tonk, Trinidad, and Tristan, Tunis, Turk, 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 Ukraine, but U.S., Uganda, Button, United Arab, United Kingdom, United States. There we are. We're finally in the United States. So I'm going to double tap on that. Select your state or region. Heading. All right. So now we get to select the state or region. Alabama. Button. And it's the same way. So we're going to. Rose 10 to 27. Of Rose 25. Oregon. Here. Button. Pennsylvania. Button. South Carolina. South Tennessee. Texas. All right. Button. There's Texas. So I'm going to click on Texas. Texas. Exposure notifications are not currently available. Heading. All right, so it says that it is not currently available in Texas. Very interesting that as big of a state as we are, apparently they are not available here. Exposure notifications have not been turned on for your region by your public health authority. All right. Done button. And then there's the done button. Done button. Now, so since it is not available in my area, I really can't go into too further of what to do if it is available. But of course, since we have calls from people from all over the world, I'm sure that there are some that have been activated. So that basically is how it works. Once you can go into it and it is available, it will help you set it up. But if it's not available, you'll get the message that I just got that it's not available. So that is how it works. Very short and simple, exposure notifications. All right, let me um, get back in here. Okay, you should be able to unmute now, everyone. Steve and Mark in Montreal with a quick question. Go ahead, Mark. Or comment. Um, some people here have said, and I don't even know if it's available in Quebec, but I can't remember if it was Jerry's Vermont iChat or where I heard this, but... Mm -hmm. This thing, since it's constantly monitoring uh, your surroundings for COVID per perspectives, uh, it's a battery eater, some people have said. Uh, okay. Anybody with experience using it notice a, a severe uh, battery drain? by having this constantly active, or is that just somebody whining? Mark in Montreal, I'm done speaking. All right, thanks, Mark. Well, that's a good question. Actually, uh, is there anyone on the call that uh, has used this and it is available in their area? It'd be a good thing to know. And that might be able to answer Mark's question also. Does anyone use this feature? This is Brad. Go ahead, Brad. Uh, my son lives in New York and he uses it and he has been notified one time uh, when he had been with a group of people and one of the persons in his group had been exposed and he was notified through the app and mm -hmm. he, 
you know, uh, actually was Omicron and he was exposed, Hmm. but I'm not sure about the battery situation. I'm not exactly sure how it works. I do think it uh, uses location services. And when you are near people who also have the the service enabled, your, your phone makes a note of that and it will notify you if that, I think it builds a database and it, it will um, probably notify you through that. I really don't know how it works. I just know that my son has told me okay. that it worked and he was notified. So, All right. Very good. All right. Thanks, Brad. Anyone else that has had experience with this app or has a question? This is Shree. Go ahead, Shree. So in Virginia, basically they don't use this particular app. Uh, they have a local state app that they use. Um, so it, when we install it, it just says you have to go to this particular uh, website to install the app on your machine. Um, I have not seen the battery go down because of it. Um, I was just gonna see if maybe it's one of those um, phones that have had issues with batteries may have, may experience um, battery issues. Um, since they've already are prone to have battery issues, this is probably going to cause more of a battery issue for them. Okay. All right. Very good. Um, any other questions about it's Kathy? Go ahead, Kathy. <clears throat> well, just so you don't feel bad, Oklahoma also does not have it turned on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good to know. <laughs> it's just, I think. Well, you know, Sri was making the point earlier, it could be a lot of states aren't using it because they would rather use their own app or, you know, a different app. This is obviously just an option. So that that could be why I hadn't thought about this before. That could be one of the reasons that a number of states, including some of the bigger ones, uh, have chosen not to activate this. So, okay, any other questions or comments? Yes, Kathy. Go ahead, I have Kathy. a question about that. Oh, okay. Um, so it, my phone, um, I have, I have Hey Siri feature turned on, which is really helpful because when I lose my phone, I can just call her when she says where she is. So wouldn't that kind of a feature keep your phone working more? Like when you're saying about having this, um, anything where it's monitoring all the time, because it, it hasn't really affected my battery life. I mean, I mm-hmm. pretty much get a full day, charge it at night, get a full day. Okay. Anybody want to take that? This is Jim. Go ahead, Jim. What you should do, what you can do is go into notifications. And in there, you can see which apps are active and uh, monitoring your location for one thing. Uh, Siri will, for example, if you have it set up to do this, be listening to your microphone all the time um, to see if you're going to call her or not. So that's the only way that you would be able to control that, Kathy. Does that answer your question? Well, I guess I'm, I'm saying is that the monitoring of the microphone, is that the same issue as monitoring other things? So this that is Brad. This is Jim. Okay, uh, let me let Jim respond to that, and Brad, I'll come to you, okay? Oh, ahead, okay. Um, there are two different issues, because uh, the 
COVID feature is going to look for other phones around it where people have put in the fact that they have had a positive test or been exposed to COVID. And it's, it's going to pick that up through, I would guess, either Wi-Fi or Bluetooth because it's within a certain, you know, locus of your, of your where your phone is. Do you, do you follow me? And listening yeah. to the microphone, that's a whole nother issue with Siri. And there again, you would have to go into notifications to, you know, check those different issues. Do you see? Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Brad? Back to you, Brad. Go ahead. Yeah. The big issue here is is location services as opposed to notifications. Uh, your Siri is just used, is pretty low impact. It's It's got your microphone is listening, but that's not using your location services. And it's your okay. location services that can be a real battery eater. The um, My understanding is the way the exposure notification works, it's monitoring other uh, iPhones or even Android phones nearby you that have a that have a exposure notification turned on, as with other things that use uh, location services. For example, if you have the Uber app on your phone, there's a setting in there that can, Uber can constantly be be uh, updating your location, reporting your location to its app, which of course isn't necessary. You only need it when, when you have the app open and, and are using it. And there's other apps that do the same thing. So that's the real battery eater because it's using your GPS and it also triangulates your location through uh, Wi-Fi and cellular, uh, you know, pinging cellular towers and things of that nature. So that's the big difference. Your, your, your Siri, hey, Siri, always on is really not much of a battery drain at all. Probably doesn't even show okay. up on the radar. All oh, right. Okay. okay. Very good. Well, that should, yeah, Sandy, I think we'll, I think we're done with. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Stephen. Very cool. Very helpful. All right. So back to our uh, Q&A. So who has, somebody that hasn't had a turn? I uh, would love to hear from you. If you have a question that I would like to pose, please say your name and wait to be recognized. This is Marty. Okay, Marty, go ahead. Um, an AirPods Max question. Um, I just I just bought my wife uh, uh, her AirPods Max, and this is the first time it happened to me. She was like, she was she's using them, so I'm using a different Bluetooth headset. And when I got uh, a prompt saying, this is not your AirPods Max, and it said something else, and it said connect, it gave me no other options. Well, I didn't want to connect. But to get out of that screen, I hit the connect button, and then it told me what to do, like to, to hold the button on the AirPods Max to connect. But I didn't want to do that. Finally, I saw a dismiss pop-up button to get out of that screen. Is, is that a prompt or is that just a one-time prompt that I'll run into? This is Herbie. All right, go ahead, Herbie. One thing I did with my AirPods Max, which I think would help, is I set it so that it doesn't try to look for a new device every time. Like, it's set to remember the last device it's connected to, and I think that keeps it from <clears throat> uh, seeking other devices. And um, that's one thing. I do remember this happening once on Chanel's phone. 
um, that she got a similar notification. Okay. And um, and and how did she deal with it's Marty? How did she deal with it? Same thing or? I think I disconnected the AirPods Max and reconnected them, and that got rid of the uh, like like I turned them off and put them back on, and that fixed the problem. Um, okay. But like I said, I fixed it so that way they don't. Um, it's set to remember the last device um, that it's connected to and not actively this, seeking out uh, new connections and all this that. Is, this, is, this is Marty. Uh, you know, I, I've i done that. I've, I set mine to automatically connect, but when I go back into the Bluetooth options, it goes back to last, connect, last connected or something like that. Go ahead, okay. Brad. Anybody um, else? Yes, Brad, Brad. Brad. Yeah, listen, the setting uh, connect to last device connected, your AirPods are only going to do that with devices that are signed into your Apple ID. So if you're getting a notification, if you, the AirPods are connected, your wife and you are, are obviously, I would imagine, are not sharing the same Apple ID. Um, would that, no. Would that be correct? No. Right. So no. probably what's going on here is you have the AirPods Max set up to work with your wife's Apple ID. And so the setting about connect to last time connected or always connected, that only affects her, her devices and her AirPods uh, Max or AirPods Pro or whatever device you have with that setting. I would imagine the issue is you're getting close to them with your devices that are not signed in to your wife's Apple ID. And the Apple uh, AirPods now use the Find My feature. And so it's probably, I have not encountered this because... Uh, well, my wife's got her own Apple ID, but I'm not using her device. And, um, but I've never encountered this. But I would imagine that's what's going on. It's, it's alerting you that this device is not your device. So, All okay. Right. Okay. Thanks. Thank you, Marty. Great question. Thanks, Brad and Herbie. Okay. Who's next? Somebody new has a question? Like to ask? Welcome your question. This, this is David from. David. Houston. Uh -huh. um, I noticed when I uh, just installed that 15.2.1 uh, on my iPhone and in Safari now, uh, what I usually do when I'm searching something, I'll go into that address box, you know, and type in the search and then, you know, I'll bring up a website and then say, I want to go to another one. I'll, I'll tap in that double tap in that field again and it'll, it'll have like the current, you know, like URL, you know, highlighted or, or selected. And then there used to be a little button that said like clear, uh, I've got mm -hmm. the verbiage like clear. Right. And then there'd be another, and they added a new button in this 15 called voice search where you could just double tap on that and just say your search instead of having to use the regular dictate button, you know, uh, on the keyboard. Um, I don't know if that was a voiceover feature or if that's something that, that uh, everybody gets or, but now the, 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 neither of those buttons show up for me, but they do on that's... my iPad, which is, is still on the 15.2. Ah. I didn't upgrade that one yet. So that it still has those extra little buttons there where you can like clear your current, what's currently in the address box. And then also the Little voice search okay. option, which I was finding kind of handy. I was using that quite a bit. 
just to that's, do quick searches. That's why they took it away, David. Okay, so anybody have? So this is after you updated, obviously, to fifty. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not sure if that went away or just not. It's not voiceover is not not um, not telling it. you. Anybody having this issue? Like David is encountering. This is Marty. Yes, sir. Uh, I have seen it and I've kind of ignored it. I, I see it in the Amazon app. I still see that voice search um, button there. I, I just I just never use it. Um, this day, well, yeah, Amazon got... has its own voice search that uses like elect, uh, the A-Lady, you know, technology. But I'm talking about in Safari, which is it's an Safari. Apple, Apple right. native app, okay. which Apple has control of. Um, mm. And I think they may have either messed something up during the update, or maybe it was intentional, or... Elisa? Sure okay, Elisa. Elisa? I, I still see it on the where it's supposed to be, unless unless they messed it up on the update, which could be yeah, true. Yeah, he's, he's talking about the update. So yeah, anybody who is updated to the latest update having I this have. issue that David... Okay, so you are... No, I haven't seen it. Okay. Have not or have? No, I have not. Okay. Just weird. All right. All right, David. It's probably. Well, I don't do that much oh. search searches. So. Okay. All right. Anybody else? All Mark right, and David. Montreal. Mark, go ahead. I've seen both and I've used both. So, you know, like I, I kind of like that voice search option in, in 15 and subsequent uh, releases. Um, it's it works really well, and it's it's just an added plus for me. So, are you? I guess the question from David is: Is the clear button still there, and the voice button still no, there? No, I don't. I I really, to be to be perfectly honest, uh, I haven't noticed a clear button. But I'll report back on that next time I use it. And okay, uh, I've just gone back to building. the search and cleared it out. You know, like the normal conventional way if you're using the search field right um, so i don't know that's a good question okay thanks mark okay jody yeah well i'm not sure about the the latest update but uh when you go to the address bar you swipe right and the first thing it says is voice searches and then you swipe a second time and it says clear text yeah, yeah, that's the, he's in the latest one, so that's what is I think the latest the one. It doesn't do it. Okay, right. Okay, Brad. I got the latest one. I'm looking at it right now, and I have a clear text button. Well, I'm got the. Special. I went to a website. I double tapped on the address bar. Mm -hmm. There is a voice search button to the when I swipe to the right. There is a voice search button next to the address bar. There is a clear text button. All right. There is another button, but when I swipe, it goes over it. There is a cancel button, but oh. as I swipe, it went over it. Okay. Uh, it went directly to my. It went directly to all my little favorites that are down below. But if I take my finger and put it in a above the thing i do get to the space bar by search by touch all right okay so david i don't know what to tell you maybe you need to reload it or try yeah, to try I, it again okay yeah so, well, I did, yeah, yeah I, go ahead i did uh close safari and open it again and it looks like mm -hmm. it's showing up now so i don't know maybe it's intermittent i don't know i have to 
keep spread. But I swear today I was trying to do searches and I couldn't find that clear button and um, or the, uh -huh. the voice search. Okay. Uh, I was used to having for a few okay. months ago. Sandy or Mark in Montreal. Okay, hang on, hang on, Brad. And then yeah, it Mark, may have to do to with on. whether yeah. it may have to do with whether or not your on-screen <laughs> keyboard is you know activated and on the on the screen. Um, that's the only thing I could think. I could play with it some more, but um, that would be my guess right now. All right, thank you, Brad. Okay, one more comment. We got to go on move. Uh, Mark, go ahead. Yeah, I just went in 30 seconds ago. I double tapped on the address bar. The next thing to it was a voice search. And the next thing to that was a clear button. So it, okay. it was there for me. All right, great. Thank you. Okay, good question, David. And David was in our Houston Marathon. Good job, David. All right, who's yeah. next? Alisa? Okay, go ahead. Oh, uh, hang on, Alisa. Jody and then Alisa, then Jody. Go ahead, Alisa. So I did not know that you could use your Siri to call someone on speakerphone, okay. which I want to say whoever whoever shared that last week was awesome because now I use that now and I didn't know you could use it. Great. I think that was Shree. But yes, thank you so much, Elisa. Glad it's helping you out. Okay. Just want to know, has anybody else used it besides, has, has, has anybody else tried it with their iPhones? Yeah, I don't know. Has anybody been using Siri with speakerphones? This is Ned. Yes, sir. Yes, Ned. I have, and it works. Okay, good. Very convenient. All right. Yeah. All right, Dana. I was just going to answer Elisa's question. Yeah, I've used it too. Okay. I good. like it. All right, Elisa. <laughs> thank you for the question. Okay, moving on, Jody. Hi, Sonia. Uh, yes. There is a way to move the address bar in Safari from the bottom of the screen where it now is to the top of the screen where it used to be. And I know there's a way to do it because I did it before and then it went back down to the bottom again. And I went through all the Safari settings and I can't figure out how to do it. Does anybody know how to do it? This is Brad. This is Marty. Brad, oh. uh, Brad, uh, Brad, go ahead. You go into your Safari settings. And there is something, forgive me, I can't remember exactly what, there's something about tabs. Do you use single tab or multiple tabs? But here's the deal on that. Even if you set it to use a single tab, which visually puts the address bar back at the top of the screen, like it was to begin with, when you swipe on the screen, the swiping still behaves as if it was at the bottom. So if you are a non-sighted user and you are swiping the screen, you will get no indication that the address bar has been returned to the top of the screen when you select single tab, oh, which I okay. think is Thank kind you. of weird. And that could be what's throwing you off. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Great this, question. This is Jim. Marty. Yes, sir. Um, I didn't do anything with single tab, compliments of Jim. I went into page settings and there is a thing right there about address bar. And I just selected um, the top instead of the bottom. And it's, I did that about a month ago and it's still at the top. All right, thank you, Marty, for oh, sharing that. This is okay. Shri. Yes, sir. 
So I just checked on mine and in previous version, didn't we have an option in the menu bar on the top left of Safari to do the, to select if we want the address bar on top? I didn't see that this time. Hey, anybody? This Did is we... Marty, like I, like I yes. said, uh, it, it's in page settings. It's not like at the top left or any, I couldn't find it. And when I finally went to page settings, that's where I saw that selection. Okay, anybody else? So this is Jody. So if you go to, you go to Safari, you go to page settings and that's where it is. I think so. Is that right, Marty? Uh, yeah, you actually, you, you can go into, yeah, you can go into Safari. You can even be on a, on a page like a website in safari i believe okay. all right okay well thank you jody and thanks thank you marty all right who's next with the next question mark and Montreal. okay we're going to come back to you mark who is that who is the other person with sharon yeah sharon go ahead okay i have a question when you when you're in your calendar when you ask her you know, you have voiceover on and you say, what's on the calendar for today? She she only does three at a time. Like, you know, sometimes things are, are duplicated. I'll have more. Is there any way to make that she can be said to tell you more than three at a time? All right. So as you're using Siri to see your events for the day, is there a way? Anybody have any suggestions on that? To show big siri tell you more than one more than three at a time well yeah because you know i have voiceover on and i'll say what's on the calendar for today and say you yeah. had you were the first three right right anybody don't know about that anybody else elisa okay elisa when she when she says that she can read three at a time, does she tell you, can I read more? Because it usually does that to me. Oh, yeah, it always does. She always says, you know, you have six. Here are the first three. Do you want to hear the other three? But, you know, I mean, it, so again, in the scheme of things, this is not terrible. <laughs> yeah. This is Herbie. All right. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. Maybe you know, it might, hang on, hang on. One at a time. Okay, go ahead, Herbie. You know, because unfortunately, you know, things like Siri have their limitations. You might find it a lot easier just to open the calendar where you can have it, you know, just display your current appointments or whatever and swipe through. And that'll be quicker if you're trying to look at stuff more quickly. Otherwise, yeah, I think you're going to have to deal with the limitations of Siri. Um, the other possibility, though, that I could think of is maybe use the Alexa app on your phone and see if she reads, um, you know, integrate your calendar with her and um, see if she would read you them all in one day. I don't know, but uh, that's the other possibility if you have to have a, um, a smart assistant to read them out. But yeah, I think, you know, Siri just has its uh, limitations. What you could always do, though, is write to the people that develop Siri, not Apple accessibility, but the actual Siri developers, um, I don't know, you would have to find them on the Apple website and say, hey, you know, I'd like Siri to um, be able to read all my calendar events at once. Could you please, you know, look into making this a feature one day? And if other people say similar things, then that would uh, definitely get their attention. 
right. This is Thank Shree. you, Herbie. Okay, go ahead, Shree. Yeah, I think this is the behavior of Siri with other stuff when you ask, you know, what's on my, not only just the calendar, but other things where you ask, like my messages will start reading, the, tell you about the first three and then go on. So I think this might be just like the standard format of it. Right, I think so. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Thank you. Uh, all right, Sharon, you'll, you'll be all right. <laughs> you'll, you'll survive, I think. I survive that. I think I will. <laughs> okay, good question, though. It is frustrating. Yeah. So, okay, who's next? Somebody new that hasn't had a turn? We will come back to Mark, but I just want to make sure we give lots of people a chance. So anybody else wants to come in? Return. Okay, go ahead, Mark. Okay, this is a quick question, but I wonder if anybody has an answer to it. Uh, I recently changed, um, what do you call it, radio providers, you know, for radio stations to Utunes. And I have okay. the Utunes app. And the thing that is annoying me in my favorites in Utunes is you get your stations by frequency and not by name. So it'll start at 101 point something, go up to 107.108.1, and then go back to 88 point something and work up and then go to the AM frequencies after that. Okay. Uh, is there a way to change that so you get your stations by call letter rather than frequency? All right, anybody? Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. Have you actually tried the category with, I think there's one for searching by station name. Yeah, but that's when you're searching, not when you're, it's in your favorites. I'm oh, I see. So you don't like in... how, I, I see. So yeah, and you're, no, that's, I don't think you can change that. I think that's just the way it displays stuff. Okay, okay. Jim. Okay, sorry. Okay, go ahead, Jim. Is there a? I use Utunes a little bit, and I haven't played with a lot of its other features. But is there a way to sort your stations? I would look to see under settings if there's a sort feature. Okay. Not that I've noticed. Okay, Mark all right. Montreal. Not that yeah. I've noticed. Okay. Otherwise, okay. I wouldn't be asking the questions. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Good, good question. Thank you, Mark. Good luck. Okay. Who's next? Somebody new. Wants a new, wants to ask a question? This is your turn. Anybody? Even if you have asked a question. This, yes. this is Marty? Y yes, Marty. A uh, quickie about AirPods Max. Has uh -huh. anyone that has the AirPods Max um, gotten another case? Um, I like when I've got my wife's, she didn't like the bra case. She wanted one where the it 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 housed the entire headset, not just the the ear cups. And I'm just wondering. Uh, I got her one, but I'm just wondering if anyone on the call has gotten another you know one because i'm thinking of getting one for myself when i can't decide which one all right basically recommendations for a case for the airpods max anybody this is herbie okay i don't think you can get another case type of case for it i think there's only the one this okay. is marty no okay. there are several 
Hang on, hang on. I think I think Brad has a. Let's get Mark and Brad. Okay, go ahead, Brad. Yeah, actually, I have heard there are some. Now, the problem with them is they they do sell some, and there some of them are fabric, some of them are different things. I'm not sure if they cover the entire headphones or just a just a um, what do you want to call it the what do you just the head the the ear parts uh, like the the one that comes with it. But the thing about the one that comes with it is these AirPods do not have an on-off switch and they're always on unless you put them in the case that comes with them. And then when they go in there, there's something in there, something magnetic that tells them they're in that case and they go into a low, super low power hibernation, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Basically they're as close to off as they're ever going to get. And my understanding is any of these third-party cases that are available do not have that feature. And I believe that the headphones, when they're taken off, they will sit. And I've heard it's up to 10 hours before they'll go into that super low power mode. So it's going to affect your battery life if you do not use the case that they came with is the bottom this line. Is, this is Marty. Okay. Marty, go ahead. In, in, in my search, I have actually found there are what they call there are some smart cases in which you can put the entire headset in them they have a magnet in them and then there are also some of them where you can put the the headset in there in their um apple case okay. so there, there are several kinds out there this is Shri. all right okay Shri, and then move it on okay go yeah i think i think spigen makes one that's has the magnetic case that's supposed to cover the whole case i haven't i haven't visually somebody hasn't visually told me what it was but when i was reading up on it that they do make a full body case full body okay thank you shri thanks marty okay who else next somebody new new question anybody anything else this is greg greg go for it Okay, so I have a Siri shortcut set up for just press record, so I can just tell Siri start recording. Uh, and well, when you're in uh, your spy mode, right? Yeah, right. Uh, when I'm in my what mode? Spy mode. You know, <laughs> never mind. Oh. Go on. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, is there a similar? I, I looked for a similar shortcut for voice memos, and I'm not finding anything. Is anybody aware of a shortcut where you can just get Siri to start uh, recording with voice memos? Oh, cool question! Anybody using Siri to activate voice memos quickly? Well, have you tried? I guess you've obviously tried to ask her to just start make a record a voice memo. I don't. I don't think I've ever tried that. But uh, I have not. <laughs> I guess you could. But I try. could do that. <laughs> what a thought, Greg! What a thought. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let us know if it works. Okay. All right. It's past my bedtime. Getting a little punchy here. Okay. Who's next? Thank you, Greg. Good question. This is Shree. Shree. Has, does anyone have a good recommendation for a, a good three-in-one charger to charge your phone, your watch, and your AirPods? 
All right, that's a great question. Anybody charging all three? This this is Marty. Of course, go ahead, Marty. Um, I have some cable, Shree. That, in fact, I just got one. It's a, it's a multi. It has a USB on one end, and it has four um plugs on the like four uh, plugs on the other end um um and you know a lightning a usb-c actually two lightnings a usb-c and a micro and if you look on amazon there are three in one chargers where you can charge your your watch and, and your phone at the same time like little chargings in fact i have a charging stand that you can stick your you put your watch disc on on a little slot on the top, and then there's a little slot you can stick your phone in there. Okay. This is Jim. Very good, Jim. I just have a comment about that. I wonder what kind of power brick something like that would take because, you know, you your phone is going to require a certain amount of amperage, and so is your watch, and so are your... Uh, AirPod Maxes, I would assume. So this is Marty I, I, about a about a fifteen watt charger. Some oh, okay. of the wireless chargers uh, have that feature where they have the they have the thing for your phone, um, and then there's a, there's actually a little magnet on there for the watch, and then there might be another slot on the charger to charge a third device, usually between fifteen and twenty watts. Okay. Thank right. you, Marty. No, All right. Okay. Good luck, Shri. Add to your collection of stuff, right? Okay. Anybody else? Anybody else? The new question? Request? Apps they've tried out? This is Jody. Jody, go ahead. Yeah, I just want, I just want to make a comment as a follow-up to the calendar problem. I stopped using the calendar because it's such, you know, I, I started using reminders and you just tell Siri set reminder, the, the, the date, the time and, and the event. And, and I, I, it's really easy and fast to use. And actually I'm going to set one for Saturday for, for the uh, iBug event in the afternoon. All right. And Friday and Thursday and Wednesday and Tuesday. And Friday and Thursday. And uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Thursday, Friday, is, Saturday. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Yes. This Who's is Shree. Shree. This is Shree. Uh, I just want to say something that I learned something uh, yesterday. You know, when we're at the home screen and we're swiping right, we hear the sound of going from one app to the next app. And I realized that you get a different tone when you go to the next row. So every time you are in a new row, you definitely, you get a different sound. And I never listened to it because, you know, you're just swiping really fast. But if you if you turn the speech off and voiceover, when you're flicking right, you'll hear the different tones as you go through each of the rows. Oh, okay, pretty cool. All right, learning all kinds of interesting things. This is Jim. Uh, Jim, go ahead. Anybody found any new apps, new games, new, you know, uh, that have come out and strike, you know, piqued your interest? Yep, we will 
If anybody has any other comments, love uh, to hear. Thing, no. Dana, go ahead. Um, yeah, um, I haven't downloaded it, but um, there was um, a friend of mine that posted in our email for ACP. Uh, it's called Blind Drive or Blind Drive or something like that. And it's, you have to, it's a, uh, it's for the blind. And uh, well, I guess size people can play too, but it's for, you put, you have to play it with headphones because there's, you have to, you're driving a car in this crazy town and there's things going on on your right and things going on on your left and it kind of piqued my interest but i i saved the email but i haven't downloaded it all right well you'll have to tell us more about that dana sounds cool okay who else anybody new a new question this is shree shree one of the things i would suggest uh we do is install these food apps You'll be surprised what kind of deals you get when you install the food app versus you go into the restaurant. You'll find that you'll get some different deals on the app that you may not see in the menu when you're at the restaurant. Like like a restaurant chain or something? Are yeah, you like, uh, like McDonald's, Burger King, Chick-fil-A. I mean, just these things, they're giving you special deals on the app that you won't see it in the menu. So if you're one of those frequent oh. shoppers of these fast food restaurants, mm -hmm. Install the app Alisa? and you'll see you'll get some good deals. Oh, okay. Elisa, go ahead. Yes, I install um, multiple restaurant apps and you do get good deals and good rewards. All right. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right. Thanks. Who's next? Somebody new? This is Terry. Go ahead, Terry. I've been really quiet, but I, I've been here the whole time. I just have been doing other things, that, but I've been okay. paying attention. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> another cool app that I that I uh, that Carla told me about um, is from the UK is uh, Battlefruit. It's kind of like I, was there one called Battleships? Yes. Uh huh. It, yeah, except instead of ships, this is fruit and <laughs> okay. vegetables. And, All right. and it has these really cool sounds. In fact, when you first turn it on, it it um, you play it on your phone. And, and you know, the minute you turn it on, you hear water, uh, sort of <laughs> almost like a, a fountain, but you hear water gurgling and you hear different things and um you can play it with the computer or you can play it with another person all right very cool another one we'll have to try and save for our summer games segment when that is in july so get ready oh, yeah. okay maybe we'll have the a first one he mentioned uh, that somebody uh, mentioned. blind driver he wasn't quite sure of the name so oh, okay all right dana. okay yes dana yeah, it's, it's, I couldn't really remember what the name of it was, but it is like Blind Drive or, yeah, okay. Blind Drive yeah. or Blind Drivers. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, very good. Um, so with that, unless anybody has a very quick question, we could take that or uh, we uh, really fit. Steven, thanks for helping me out tonight. You're welcome. 
facilitating. And uh, we are, like we said, busy week. So just real quick, quick, quick rundown. Tuesday, tomorrow, Mac Buzz on Clubhouse. Wednesday, Android Insight on Zoom at 7 p.m. Thursday, Star Trek on at 8, 8 p.m. All time central. Friday's our movie in the heat of the night, a classic. Well, not a classic, but I mean, it's an Academy Award winning and it has featured uh, the late Sydney Portier. And then Saturdays, our Apple show and tell. Super fun week. So we hope you'll join us for any and all these events. And what until then, we hope Saturday? you have a great Two to four central. Thank you. Two to four. All kinds of cool stuff with all of our favorite friends. So it will be lots of fun. All right. See y'all and have a great weekend. Uh, we will also remember um, Dr. King's legacy. And, you know, it's a very special day. So try to honor his memory as well. All right. Thank you, Stephen. You're welcome. Good night, everyone.